developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Hello, Colonel's listeners. Hello, Jacob Stallworthy, colleague and friend of mine. Hi, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm Christopher Hooten, culture editor of The Independent. And it's January. It's a pretty bleak month. Month with a lot of existential dread, but fortunately there's a ton of good films out at the moment, you know. So get down to The Post, Downsizing, Molly's Game, got Last Flag Flying, the new Link Later, Call Me By Your Name, still in cinemas, Happy End, that Hanukkah one, I've not seen that yet, but sounds pretty bleak. Sounds, sounds joyous, <laughs> yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. The Florida Project, The Killing of Sacred Deer still around, we've got Phantom Thread coming soon. So it's a good time for cinema, even if it's a bad time for general life. <laughs> Um, and there's also three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri out, which um, I believe you've spoken to the director of recently, I Jacob. Have, yeah, I spoke to Martin McDonough. How who, was that guy? Yeah, do you know what? He was great. Just it, immediately, he was exactly what I expected having seen his films. He's just, a, he's just quite an enthusiastic man who just just loves to chat and he just doesn't hold back yeah as, as you'll hear yeah we talk about down to earth you know all the time it's a bit of a cliche but he really does just seem to like say what he wants and is quite personable not hollywood at all yeah he's not hollywood at all and i think that's why he well he had a golden globes where three people was one four kind of a surprise to some i think in, in many ways you know he crashes that party and i like that about him yeah i was really surprised that it, you know cleaned up in terms of acting and screenwriting and directing mm. And we're not directing, that was Guillermo del Toro, but for Best Picture anyhow. Mm. And um, obviously, so he's he's just made three billboards. Before that was Seven Psychopaths, which is kind of all right. And I think you guys touch upon that a little bit. Yeah. Um, and In Bruges, which I don't know anyone who doesn't like that movie. I don't know how you could not. It's just so enjoyable and it's moves just, along so nicely. It's just like a play on screen, obviously, yeah. him being a playwright. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, because I wasn't actually completely aware of that, but he was a playwright first and foremost, wasn't he? Mm, he was, uh, from the mid-90s. Um, I think he's done nine and all. He's got a tenth one coming out this year. But he's he's quite um, he's quite vocal about his not his dislike of theatre, but his extreme preference of film over theatre, um, and which I, I I did know about, and I kind of wanted to get to the bottom of why that was, which I think we do um, we do get to the bottom of in the in the interview. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, I think let's just get down to it. So yeah, this is Jacob with uh, Martin McDonough. Did we meet before? We've not met. No. Oh, okay. No. It's good to meet you, though. Nice to meet you. <laughs> How's it all going? Uh, good. Much, much more fun today because yesterday was all the like five-minute TV things. Oh, all right. Comedy breaking through. No, and it's like uh, it's the exact same questions every time. Yeah. You know, kind of trying to be funny or, or different, <laughs> but it's, uh, and then you just got ground down like seventh time, and it's like oh, I can't do anything <laughs> new here. <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah anyway. Name of the game, I guess. First world problems. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were just saying that. There, talking about, oh, I can't wait for the festival to finish. We're so tired. It's like it's not really a bad <laughs> problem, is so it? So have you been doing this every day too? Because so, I was at Toronto, I saw the film in Toronto. Actually. Oh, right. Um, so I haven't had to do many of the screenings this time around, but I've just been doing interviews, which I love. So that's yeah, fine. Yeah. Uh, so cool. I've actually been okay. Really. Yeah. Who else have you done? Uh, so I had Yorgos 
mm. on Thursday. Cool. I saw I saw him in his film on maybe Thursday too. Uh, I like him. Good film. I like the film. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. I think it might be my favorite one. I like. I need. I only see lots of loves the ones, and I like that a lot. Yeah. But I thought this was like. Whew. I think this is my favorite one of his actually. Yeah. 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 I do. Yeah. Um, Venom Defoe yesterday, which was oh, just him. amazing. Yeah, just me and Sam bumped into him in the Toronto, and he's such a nice guy. Such a nice guy, so much to say, so interesting. You yeah. know, you just want to like, you just want to go to the pub and have a drink, as opposed to just sit on room for fifteen minutes. And then, anyway, yeah, yeah. Have you, so you've seen Florida? Park. I have. Yeah. How is that? It's, I want. I want it's to. Pretty amazing. It's yeah. a pretty special film. No, so like talk, talking of uh, like your theatre, and this is probably a quote that has come back to haunt you that you said in a, I think it was in a Guardian interview oh yes but you said that theatre was never going to be edgy in the way you want it to be yeah do you still hold that it's view it's not haunting me there's no haunting you I'll like... put that on a t-shirt today <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah well I mean like I, I when I started out I was very kind of vociferously against uh, theatre or what I saw theatre as being right but um but I tried to make my sort of theatre uh, the opposite of that, something a bit more exciting, a bit more cinematic, I guess. Mm. And um, uh, so my 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 stuff is kind of edgy, and and there's there's a few other people whose whose stuff is edgy. So it can be uh, there isn't enough of it, but then there's not enough edgy fil- films being made either. Mm. Uh, so so, but I mean, like I'm a film kid, so I'll never have the same love of theatre uh, as I do of, of, of movies mm. it's just you know the way I was brought up sure <laughs> um, but I do love you know if I do see a good one or if I'm able to make a good play uh, it, it's, it's, it's as exciting is it as exciting it's different because it's anyway it can, it can be as exciting but but I haven't seen enough there isn't any mo- of plays that changed my life, but there's films that have. Interesting. So, yeah. Do you feel? Do you feel like a um, the sense of satisfaction you feel after finishing a film? Is it different than the sense of satisfaction you feel after writing a play or? Um, a play? It's 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 different. But if you get it right in a film, uh, or I mean, it's similar. But if you get it right in a film, um, it's there forever, and that's the thing I kind of do like about, you know. I can give you in Bruges or or, or, or or give your kids in Bruges, you know, until 20 years and they'll see exactly what in Bruges is. But I can't do that with any of the plays that yeah. we got good. You know, I can't show you the Pillar Man mm. or, um, or Hangman or, or, you know, whatever else. It, and it's gone for, and, and, it's like, and that's part of what theatre is, but there's something long term about that that is problematic, I think. That unless you see it on the night, and that unless you can afford to see it on the night, you're not gonna see it mm. ever mm. and forever and ever. Um, so, so, so that's a different thing. If you get it right in a film, it's there forever, and I, I like that. But, um, but I don't direct the plays, and so when I'm involved in that whole thing, it's all fun for me because I've done my work. And uh, and I like hanging out with actors and trying to help the director or, or whatever else I can do, mm. but it's really um, uh, stress free and easy. And whereas films are, you know, a lot of a lot of hard first world problems again, yeah. but like a lot of hard work for imagine. two years really. Mm. Um, if you want to prep it properly and if you care about the script and then you care about all of the aspects of it. Um, so so 
once this is all finished and it kind of you know he's getting to that place now I'll 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 want to break from from films again for another two or three years I think mm. whereas you know I'm I've just written a play this year and that'll be on next year and I'll be looking forward to doing sure. that again but again because it's stress free because it's not all me out there mm-hmm. whereas the film is the film is all you with that in mind like and, and like you say it's it's two years of your life with the film and more um that's a lot a lot of time how do you even begin to think this is the film that I want to, like with, you, you, I'm sure you've got lots of ideas but how do you settle on one and go this is the thing that I want to steer into a film over the next few years um, well you just write the script you write scripts and uh, and if it comes out good you'll think about it for a bit uh, and then decide if you want to do that one next or if you want to write something else if it's not quite good enough so um, like I had this script and Seven Psychopaths uh they were ready. They were written and ready to go at the same time. Right. But the kind of ball had been set rolling with Seven Psychos, or maybe two or three years before that. Yeah. Um, but like even just before Seven Psychos, I was thinking, maybe this one's maybe that would be the one to do. Um, but whatever. I'm I'm kind of glad it went this way because I think you learn from your mistakes just as much. And I think if, unless I'd made Seven Psychos and got the experience of that, I wouldn't have. Been as comfortable making this one, and what what experience was that with Seven Psychos? Um, just just like daily, just just like, everything sort of went perfectly on in Bruges, uh, even though it was like a constant fight with the financiers, mm. focus uh, features particularly, um, and it was sort of constant warfare. But I, I won all the battles, and I was like really happy working with the actors, so, mm. and everything about the film is I'm happy with. Um, on the next one I think there was just too much to do and I didn't realise that, that I should have cut a lot down or focused on certain aspects of the story and or or I don't know stepped outside and had more empathy for the characters or it was all all, all the issues of mine right. um, and uh, and and just, just on a day to day basis realise what to get stressed about artistically and what not to bother about artistically because uh, it doesn't really affect anything um, so so it's just like learning those both of those little things you know who to go to war with or what to concentrate on right. and then just basically getting to know actors a bit more mm. and how you can help and how you can avoid getting in their way so all of those things I guess are brought to this one but also just doing something twice relaxes you about yeah. doing it a third time yeah. so this is the most relaxed I've, I've been on a film but part of that is also like having a repertory company of actors from from the other two films mm. and plays that all kind of pop up even in the smaller parts in this I think there's about seven actors in this who I've worked with before, before yeah, yeah. I, I like I like when I watch uh, a director who's, who's uh, got actors in the film that have been in films before because it, it yeah. kind of feels like there's a sense of control there that might not be there like, yeah it's kind of like right we've, we've hit the ground running now let's yeah. just make this thing yeah exactly like you don't really have to have you know, a lot of times when there's someone who's just coming in for like a two-day part or something, if it's a new person, you kind of have to, you know, there's a little nervousness. Or, but if it's someone you work with before, it's like, hi, hi, Amanda, how you doing? Yeah, I will do it like that. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's easy, great. easy peasy. Yeah. Um, and also that you kind of, all the ones I've worked with before have sort of become friends too. So it's kind of, there's, there's the ease of that as well. There's mm. a, more of a joy of, you know, every day on set, being with your, with your mates. Mm. 
Uh, there have been completely shows in this film as well. But, yeah. and, and talking of three billboards, what was the starting off point for the story? I wanted to write a very strong female lead because mm -hmm. the other two films weren't weren't, <coughs> weren't that at all. And uh, but I I saw something very similar to what we see on the billboards <coughs> about twenty years ago when I was on a bus through America, <coughs> and uh, and and it just kind of passed in a flash. All the bus passed in a flash, and it was almost like I didn't see it, but I did see it, and it was like almost identical to the to wow. what we see on the first two bills. <coughs> I thought, who 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 put that up? And what kind of rage and pain and or history is has prompted that? And once I decided to that it was a mother in in my story, it it was almost like the the that character just popped out. Mm. Because it it like takes such bravery and anger and pain to to do something like that, um, and 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 that was her, you know. And so you just set that ball rolling, and then create the opposition to that. Um, and uh, yeah, and to a degree, it kind of almost started writing itself when mm. I had that. But I, I it stayed in my mind that that image, uh, and it just kept gnawing at me. So I didn't put pen to paper for like fifty. Uh, 12 years maybe after wow. that but it was like always there yeah but then you kind of almost think well just it's a pretty a bleak uh, idea and a bleak starting point um, and I don't want a film to be <laughs> that bleak <laughs> for the whole bloody thing so how do you kind of get away from that and it's it was not how you it was more organic than how do you get away from it but I didn't want it to be bleak or or tragic all the way and it was, I guess, making her so strong uh, that that it was exciting to follow her. Uh, and because I and I, I didn't plot anything out, and I, I don't, but I didn't know what. So I didn't know what she would do from scene to scene, mm. and that was uh, uh, exciting and funny, you know. Yeah. And and that's I think why people. I thought it would kind of it would <clears throat> kind of polarize the audiences. It was like so tragic, people would just switch off and go, "Fuck, what are we in for?" But it's been, and I think it's because of Francis. It's it it it's it's never gone that way. It's like it's always gone. The you the, like there's big laughs like in scenes just after. I was thinking, Jesus fuck, man. I, I knew there would be laughs for some people, but it's kind of like, and I think it's her. It's like, fuck, he did that. Oh, what are you gonna do next? And there's a tension, but a, a, a humor that comes from that. Yeah, I, I'm 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 amazed. Like Toronto was amazing for that. It's like never had that kind of laughter. Really, and you know any of my stuff. Yeah, when she walks in, when she just walks into a, a room, you just like, oh my god, yeah, what boy, yeah, 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 exactly. See this unfold, yeah, it must yeah. be so exciting to write as well. Mm. Uh, do you think you could have? Uh, do you think you would have or could have made as successful a film without Francis? No, no, and I don't know anyone else. Like literally, when after I sent it to her, I was thinking, if she says no, we are fucked. Because mm. who is there? There's no one. I think you'd have to. You couldn't make it with, with anyone else. I'm whispering again, <laughs> in case no one streams out in the corridor. Um, well, no, on the record, whatever. Um, but of that age range, there's definitely no one. So then you'd have had to make them like you know, uh, under forty or something, and that would have you wouldn't really felt she was. You could have been a mother, but even then, <clears throat> you didn't want someone Holly, Hollywoody or or film starry in their looks or their plasticity. Mm -hmm. Um, and it had to be someone who can play working class without sentimentalizing it or patronizing it. And again, there's no one else apart from her. Mm. Literally, I can't. Then you'd get, like, have to get maybe a stage actor who no one knows, and you can't yeah. finance a film that way. So, uh, so 
But anyway, it worked out. It worked out. <laughs> it worked out. Uh, term and actors director. I mean, you've worked with so many great actors and and steered them to so many great performances. Do you think that's a term that applies to you? Uh, yeah, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't we'll run away from that. That's, that's fine with me. I like. I, I love actors. Uh, I think that's probably coming from being a writer. Uh, I think there there are directors who can get away with ineptitude, just through you know networking <laughs> uh, and. But I think uh, actors know that, and writers know that, and <clears throat> part of my thing is just like to have, a, you know, great script and get great actors and try to sort of let them get at it. Part of my way, my job is to step outside of, uh, to 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 not get in the way of that. As you go on, you kind of, and I think this is more that way. You kind of think more about the cinema of it on top of it um, but it's 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 if you start with a great script and a bunch of great actors you're 60% of the way mm-hmm. there so one piece of casting um, that you're particularly proud of uh, in this or in general across uh, across three films um, well I think I was I was happy that uh, Colin Farrell uh, was given a chance to do something different mm-hmm. than, he, than he'd been doing for a bit. Uh, and I literally didn't really direct him at all. So it was like everything he does in that film is him and his choices. Yeah. It's a good script, but it's all just him and his choices. So I was, I guess, proud to be part of that and that sort of renaissance, I guess, that he's he's had since. Um, proud to have Francis in. Um, and we had a slightly bit in places, a bit more of a... Uh, Testy time at, uh, really? at points, but um, but 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 I loved it to bits, and I saw her last night, and I hope to work with her again. Mm. But it's it's I guess it's part of her kind of integrity and intelligence, or or natural abrasiveness that yeah. that meant it was like a little trickier than it's been with other people. But in retrospect, actually, even at the time, I kind of realised what well, that's your character. Your character is abrasive, so why wouldn't she be? A bit right. tested with me too. Yeah. Uh, do you think that that is just her way, or do you think she was she was kind of in? I think it was partly fifty percent her way and fifty percent character. Great. Uh, but whatever it works, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> and broke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I one particular one particular favorite role in um, across your three films is Ray Fiennes. In, oh yeah. In Bruges. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. I mean, he's announced it's gone on. Well, that was the thing too, because he hadn't really done com- comedy right, exactly. before, uh, so, and and he hadn't really done working class characters before, uh, so like getting those two things. But again, no, it wasn't a little, an awful lot of direction going mm. on. It's it's again, it's like getting really good actors and good script and trying to get out of their way. But then, because I'm kind of a working <laughs> class guy, I knew what I wanted to hear and what I didn't want to hear from from him. Mm. So there was a little uh, corralling in that sense but um, but if someone's like, like a really good actor uh, and really truthful uh, and the script is kind of funny in its way then the, the truthful truthfulness of the actor is going to allow them to, to get to funny places I think mm-hmm. um, but the thing with it he doesn't play it funny and like Francis doesn't play anything funny but that's what makes it so funny yeah because it's, it's just like fool it's fucking real and scary mm. And I, I do think swearing doesn't sound as as like 
as satisfying than in the mouths of your characters. <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, well, I get. I mean, all the, my plays have that too, and it's it's almost. I don't even notice they're swearing. It's like, yeah, it's 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 like music to me. Yeah, man. The the, the power of a well placed c word. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, don't be afraid of it. Yeah, completely. Um, <laughs> but, and I don't even swear that much in, in real life. Really? And I hardly ever wear, yeah, use a C word, uh, just with my mum. <laughs> 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 um, but, uh, but there is a joy, especially like doing American films, because they so kind of, they'd rather have someone shot and exploding than, say, Sex. cunt. Yeah. So, uh, so that's why I stick a few cunts in for them. Why not, man? <laughs> why not? Uh, much in the same way that your first uh, six plays kind of like designed into two trilogies. Mm-hmm. Is there anything thematically or spiritually related uh, between In Bruges, Cyclops and Three Billboards? I don't think so. I think this has similar, similarities to Bruges in the sense of it's about a, a tragedy that's happened just before the story starts and the sort of guilt or the, the, how, the way of dealing with that is what the central character is going through. Um, and in terms of tone, I think the reason I like the two is that... Uh, uh, it keeps you kind of balanced. The, the 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 darkness and the comedy is balanced because you're trying trying to be truthful, especially with this one to the tragedy that's happened. Yeah, like me and Francis, it would always be what the reason we never got into making it funny, funny or playing for laughs, uh, in 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 the characters is that she has always got this on her mind. She's mm. always fighting for her daughter, um, and. To a degree, that's similar to Colin's character. He'd do be doing, you know, the character would be doing funny things or outrageous things. But what kept it grounded and him grounded is like, I've done this to a kid, um, and that's why I think they're kind of of a piece, you know. Uh, and we come away not thinking this, this has been an outrageous comedy. It's like something much more interesting and and uh, satisfying. I hope. Mm, One hundred percent. Um, are you a callback guy? Is there any references to anything in uh, in Three Billboards to previous films or plays? No, I, I noticed after the fact that Don't Look Now is mentioned both in this and in, mm. in Bruges. Um, but that was a, like a, 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 a subconscious thing. I thought, yeah, I think I didn't realise it until uh, <clears throat> later on. I mean, it's one of my favourite films, but mm. I didn't. It's not intentional to keep talking about it every, in every film I make. <laughs> but now I've done it twice. I'm thinking, yeah, I gotta, gotta, gotta really weird. Yeah, you've got to see that. But uh, I, 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 because like I, I always I probably haven't had enough uh, gay characters maybe in my stuff. But I always you know when you're writing something you kind of think why couldn't this person be black, white, gay? But I haven't done that, that enough. Although there's lots of characters could be gay we just don't know mm. in the film. Mm. But also a dwarf. So uh, you know why couldn't this person be a dwarf? And what would that how would that affect things? So that's what happened with Bruges, and that's what happened with this. Mm. Um, so it's an equal opportunity, it's kind of yeah. writing. Um, but apart from that, uh, I think I naturally write everything is kind of a dark comedy, and there'd be out and out comedy or out and out dark. Mm. So I guess that's across the board, but that's across the board in the plays too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the um, f- f- theatre film. Obviously, you, you're a master of both. You master both. Thank you. Of course, darling. mate. Of course. I wouldn't say for <laughs> What was that? It. A master? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, TV. It, it's it's got to be part of the conversation. I'm too lazy. It? Too lazy to do TV. Really? Yeah. I can't. I, I can't do two years working in a row. Let alone seven. No. And I also couldn't hand something off to like another 
writer or directors and 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 um, I think I'm too much of a control freak. But I do hark back to like if you get a film right, it's 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 more important even now. And I, there aren't enough, even though they yeah, it's sort of a renaissance for TV. But there aren't enough great ones to to really say uh, it's worth changing your life style for that yes there's the wire yes there was breaking bad and i know there's more and i don't i don't have time to i've invested in so much time in those two and i love them you know yeah um, but it's like i don't want to get into another box set you know season um even though i shouldn't i know i'm probably missing out but you know stranger things whatever mm. i like i liked it while i was watching it but it was like just yeah um, can I recommend one? Yes. The Leftovers. Oh. Damon Lindelof, HBO show, which uh, finished its third season this year. Yeah. It's just outstanding. Oh, really? Is yeah. that Carrie Coon? Yes. Yeah, I met yes. her because uh, she's married to Tracy Letts. Right. Good, good, good playwright, uh, actor. And they, she, yeah, she mentioned it. Okay. Her role in that is astonishing. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't tell you okay. how, she did not, how she didn't win an Emmy for it. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Okay. so I recommend that one but I completely hear what you're saying I think with, with that in mind do you um, you kind of concerned with this idea of leaving behind a body of work yes next question it's refreshing <laughs> to hear that you know because people say no when I ask them really they're like, no, no, no of course no I just you completely know. completely um, but that's why you're kind of always trying to make sure you don't fuck up and, and do a shit one um, and that's why I was you know talking about the, the plays films kind of thing because like you know body of great stuff in theatre and that's gone you know you can't see the good ones yeah. now um, unless you record them and then that's not theatre um, but um, but yeah yeah and and that was like part of the thing why I'm really happy with this one it's like it's because if, if it had been Bruges and Seven Psychos and if this wasn't good yeah it'd be like, oh, it was it was a one one hit kind of thing but now it's kind of like ooh we're back up here and that's so so that would be sort of ignored and not that it's like terrible and there's loads of good performances and stuff but I'm just not happy with the, the whole thing but this feels like okay, I like got two I could say good but now I mean the next one <laughs> has to be there too so like even right. at the script stage I've, I've, I've got something that's uh, kind of want to get Colin and Brendan uh, Gleeson back together and right now it's not as good as that so I've got to either do work on it or do do a whole another thing because mm. I can't follow this. I can't be going like this. Or, or okay, maybe you should relax about it, but I can't because of what you were talking about leaving mm. something behind. Yeah, no. But anyway, I think I'm doing this one now, and yeah. it's done, and I'm happy with it. It feels like it's, it's already been out for a year, but <laughs> yeah. it's like it's only just people are going to see it today for the first time in yeah. London. Um, but that's good. But it's nice to have. Because you never know, even like when you finish shooting a film. With this one, I felt like every scene we got what we wanted, uh, and I was really happy with everything that everyone was doing. But you're still not sure if it's going to become uh, the story that you want it to become, or yeah. just become a film that you you're never quite sure what the film's going to be. But then, anyway, it 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 became its own thing somehow, which is almost bigger than the sum of its parts. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, why I'm pretty happy with it. And I was ha like, I was happy with it before people came to see it. I thought it was a good one. But like, since people have come to see it, it's like, oh fuck, it's kind of different. Yeah. Um, I'm too far, both too connected to it, or 
to 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 be able to ever get that mm-hmm. to 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 see that myself. So it's been kind of amazing to see people's reaction to it and hear people's reaction to it. Like in Toronto, I was like, "Fucking hell!" It's good. It was a good screening that I was in, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like there's there's been applause for uh, when Francis takes apart the priest. It's like. Yes, fucking hell. <laughs> so it's like dream reaction. Yeah, man. Um, so you're always going to be striving for that now. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'll just quit now. Because <laughs> Terence Malick was always my uh, god. Right. And he quit after two. Yeah. Uh, I think, hey, three might be <laughs> good. Uh, <laughs> good just leave it there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Don't leave it there, please. <laughs> 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 it. Mate, thank you so much for your time. Cheers, really that was good nice. to meet you. you thank too. you. All right, that was Colonel's for this week. Um, Jacob, how was your interview? You guys got on well. We did get on well. He, um, yeah, I mean, he's a candid man. I appreciate that. Yeah, do you know what? It, it was. I came out of the interview, and we are very lucky. We get to, to meet lots of cool different people. But I came out of the interview thinking that was one of uh, my favourite ones I've ever done. Good stuff. All right. Well, thanks everyone, as usual, so much for listening. Um, I hope you all have good weeks. As always, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, rate, subscribe, make a sandcastle, <laughs> have have a 30-minute shower. Why not? Why not? Um, order off the kids' menu. Yeah. How long since you've done that? Yeah, that's true. Look up. It's just good sometimes. It's good um, and maybe just have a cry. Also another underrated thing. So quite quite the checklist there anyway. All oh, right. can, I, can I add one? Oh, of course. Bounce a bouncy ball because it's really therapeutic. Yeah, it's pretty intense though. You, you, I think you forget how bouncy they are. Yeah, you do. You should start throwing that shit. It's like <laughs> wish, I'm out of control. I'm drunk on power. Take this thing away from me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, catch you guys in a couple of weeks. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.